Salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things in pop culture that you consume, the stuff you are insatiable for, the stuff you find truly bingeable. You guys, I have a very special guest because we have a special day. This is a hot nugget day. That's what we're going to call this. This is like when every so often I'm going to drop a little episode on you guys. We have a main feed that every Tuesday you guys know we're going to always have an episode for you. But then I'm going to drop these little hot nuggets. That sounds gross. We'll go with it. Anyways, <laughs> my first person who's joining me today is the one and only comedian extraordinaire. It's Jesse Soufan. Hello. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I want everyone at home to know that your face looks exactly like it sounds when you say that. I was listening to you in another episode, and I just love your intro, and your face like has every bit of emotion in it. I love it so much. It's so fun to watch. I am a ridiculous person. That's the thing. Oh, People don't understand. It. So this is, it's been like an exercise here doing this whole podcast situation of like, everybody thinks that I'm like, I feel like I, I have a certain look, I have a certain something that people think it looks a little bit together and I'm a big fucking mess. And like <laughs> the, the attitude and everything else is crazy. Like I'm adjusted and I have stability, but I'm still a mess, you know? Like well, you, know you, say, you say mess, but I follow you on Instagram and you have posted more shower content than I, than, than most. Rude. And you are, so you are, I think you're not a mess. I think you're just clean. You're always in the shower. You're I'm always clean. Clean and naughty. I guess that's how we describe that. So <laughs> yes, the, the, um, the social meds has me always in a shower. I actually just literally posted a TikTok today. That's like a shower, a shower content kind of a thing. It's been fun. I mean, like it's, a, um, I don't know. It gets me more numbers. It gets me more viewers. And the thing is, and it's my brand, I guess, like my, even my, my podcast art has me laying in a tub. You know what I mean? So it is your brand and it works so well and you do it so well. And you know, do what you love and people will follow. You know, I if, think it, if you if you love to be in the tub, people will come in your tub with you. So well, they're gonna come in my tub, I hope. So that's gonna come be in the hot tub. <laughs> that that's my new podcast. It's gonna be come in my tub. And then like <laughs> There's so many connotations. I don't know how I'm going to spell that come either. Is it C-O-M-E? Is it C-U-M? I don't know, but it'll be there. Anyways, um, what was I going to ask? Oh, you know what? This is the reason why I think. The reason why I post so much of like that kind of content, even like on my Instagram, um, I am, you know, I have a fat inner child because I was a fat child and I grew up that way. And the thing was, and it was always like afraid to like take off my t-shirt, you know? And so, and then all of a sudden I went through puberty and got all this hair. And it was like hair and like, remember the scoliosis test? Oh, they used to make yeah. They line okay. you up in the hallway. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. they, did, they did ours in the middle of the gym. So you weren't even against like a wall. You just like stood on like the free throw line oh, and you had to like be bend over. And I was this chubby, hairy kid in like ninth grade. And it was just like, uh, so there was like a shame with it. And then I started trying to do like the whole depilatory creams and the waxes and blah, 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 blah. And, and that shit does a, a number to your skin. It's mm -hmm. painful. It gets really expensive. And not only that, but the thing is, it's just, it's uncomfortable. Like the things that you put your body through. Have you ever shaved your legs? Oh my God. I've shaved every part of my body. I've had everything waxed. I've done the creams. I've done like, and I'm not even like as an adult now, I realize I'm like, I'm not as hairy as I thought I was. And even so, like most people love it now. Like your Instagram's on fire because people love that. But like it's so like ingrained in your brain, it you really have to get is. rid of this. And so, do you remember like 
the edible honey wax. I like. I bought oh that. my god! Those <laughs> the the infomercials. Oh the my. Infomercials. I use all of my parents' credit cards to buy that, and like any sort of like hair removal cream, I would take that off. And I still like wake up once, a, like once a week, I'll wake up in like a hot sweat and just scream like sharks and skins, like from basketball and in, in in high school. Um, yeah, I know that fear well and that shame. Oh, God. That, that just took me back. Oh, my God. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish. I think in eighth grade, remember there was NADS? Yes. Remember yeah. NADS? Yeah. And it was like, and it was like, and we got NADS. And it was like this like weird Cockney slash Australian accent. We don't know, not really sure where. We just know it was like, Europea, somewhere in those kind of places. Yeah. <laughs> and and like um, so I shamefully like bought it with like a credit card. It was like my first credit card. You know, you had your first like debit card, that situation. And I ordered it from like the the TV and it came and I did one little strip on my arm and thought I was gonna die and started bleeding. And it was like, I don't know how they're doing this. So I remember like that shit like sat in like a little tub shame base in the back of a closet in the back of a drawer underneath something like other kids had like a playboy no i had nads <laughs> I, we were i think we were just saying like i definitely had a, like a nads that my mom just recently threw away she's like do you still want this from like 1999 i'm like no i'm cool um but then um i i worked at a hair salon one of my first like jobs in like in college was working at a hair salon and I would get all the services free. And so I decided I was gonna get tummy wax and like uh, my butt wax. And I guess that you're supposed to like trim or whatever. I didn't have any idea. But these this poor woman, I put her through like this, my coworker like was just ripping out and I was in so much pain and she was in pain because I was in pain. People kept came down from upstairs down to the waxing room to, just to like give me moral support as I got through it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a journey. <laughs> I'm glad we've accepted ourselves and, and love ourselves. I guess so. That's just, that brings, I mean, like, you are, like, making me think of so many things. Okay, I think it's a prerequisite for, like, every gay man has to work in some kind of a salon in their life. You know, a salon, a florist with dogs. Like, you have to do something a little bit frou-frou at some part of your life. I don't know. That's problematic, but whatever. Um <laughs> And so, and I also, I worked in New York City. And so the thing is, I was trying to get rid of my hair all the way up until, like, I was, like, 22 24 something like that and then i would even trim a little bit like after that you know and um i remember i was at a bear night and chris vance who owns the bear nights here in san diego he was like why are you still like trimming your hair blah 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 and he was like you just like let it grow out and i like let it grow out and i was like booked start booking these like club gigs and and like and then it just became like i think with age maturity just kind of not giving a shit anymore and not only that but the thing was is like um nobody's complaining people are enjoying it so that's why i put it out there so long story long that's why the instagram looks like that <laughs> i love it and so does everyone else like all those people on there all the time so they love it we all it's love just, it it's so funny okay so you guys jesse hails from finest city improv here in san diego correct and so and then where else is your training because i know that you're like in la like when the world and the before times whenever we talk we're talking before times guys yeah. okay so but like 
LA, you were doing other comedy mm-hmm. festival circuits, that sort of thing. So where yeah. does it all start? Oh yeah, so I like, I did comedy. I, um, I'm from Arkansas uh, and then went to, I was lived in New England, like near New York. I was doing comedy, like staying up there um, and in, in New York City. And then I had some training in LA and performed there. And then um, here in San Diego, I'm a teacher and artistic director now at Finest City Improv. And so that, that's been fun. And then the year before, in the before times, like all 2019, I was on like tour the entire year doing like festivals and teaching. And I, I think I, I got like 160 hours on a plane, like American Airlines sent me like a badge or something. They're like, you've spent a whole month, like a whole work month on a plane. Um, and I loved every minute of it. I'm like, this is my life. And it'll, then- <laughs> it'll come back. It'll come back. Just put it out there. Because the thing is, is this situation that we've all been in, I think it is, it has kind of weeded people out. It's made people reassess what they want to do, how they want to go about it. Some people have changed professions and everything and so and if you've kept yourself up on it and flexed your muscles how they say you know nothing i've been laying on the floor i've been watching body women i've been i haven't i haven't done one funny thing in the last 12 months (laughs) we're gonna change that okay so you guys the reason why we do these this hot nugget situation is so these are hot nuggets of like pop culture information i have random things people have asked me questions they've been in my dms about like random stuff like the gay bachelor like i want to talk about that today um we have to we have, have to talk things about- to say Ugh. yes oscars 2021 just happened we'll touch upon that todrick hall purchased a home we have to talk about it because it's a whole thing that's now happening and it just he just dropped a video about it and um and then we'll probably end up in other places and then i also asked you to bring some pieces for me and then we also have drag and we have drag race so i um this past Tuesday, you guys have heard Tainomi Banks on from Canada's Drag Race. And yeah, 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 yeah. Very lovely to come on the show. And we talked a little bit about Drag Race, the finale, season 13. The finale has just happened. Lots of spoilers, guys. If you haven't watched it, I don't know what to tell you. Then you haven't been online. Anyways, um, and with Tainomi, I didn't want to like go into some of the things just because I'm protective of of my friends and people and I know how that fan base can be and they can get really really nasty so I didn't want to make her go somewhere that I don't want to be the reason for her to get any hate but for this for us we can hate we can love we can do whatever drag race season 13 just ended we have now gotten our brand new queen it is Simone thoughts do we love Simone we love Simone you know I'm from Arkansas Simone's from Arkansas um we are acquaintances, but we are not friends, but we are, we like all of my friends are friends with her in the house of Avalon. So like my, they're like, so we're the same, we're the same like gay friend circle. Um, so I was very happy that Simone won, um, but also a little gutted got Mick didn't win because I thought that would really, like really be a great symbol. And I thought she really earned it. And, and also the theater, the theater musical kid in me like loved Rose. And so that was that was also hard. But like all three of them, I was like, mm-hmm. if any of these three win, I'm going to be happy. Absolutely. And like I said this before, like the Candy Muse of it all. I appreciate Candy Muse for the TV that she brought us. And, you know, and, and the thing was, it always comes down to the lip sync. And so it could have been very scary. Candy could have won this. 
but I think we all knew. I think we all knew that Simone was going to win. I mean, like if Candy would have had to pull the stops that Simone did in this, like you have to put pull the rose petals from your wig, so to speak, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively, to to win that competition. So, and if you did that, there's no way that Rue can say, "Up, oh, this one's not going to win." You know what I mean? She yeah. put out. She had that little tiny flag that she's like pulled out. <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, exactly. 100% right. But I also think like Candy won the season as far as like she's the biggest like personality, the huge fan base. Like, and it's all about like being on TV, making that many episodes, people liking you. Like that just like is like your launching pad. Um, but Simone, I want to talk about Simone's head, like her wig reveal, and. Okay. And that thing that that popped out of her head, it did not spin. It was like, I just, it popped out and it was just there. And I was like, is it not spinning? I was like waiting for it to spin. You like want to grab one one thing and just whip it. So it like starts going around. It's like, it it needs, it needs, it needs a little bit of help. Help it. I need like a, like a, like a lawnmower. What do I need to do to get this thing started? Exactly. I would like, would have loved that. And then her, also her other, the other wig reveal when she first showed up and she looked very like a like a cartoon character, you know, with the big with the big uh, side fro and that kind of a thing that looked a little bit like it looked she had like a Gumby outline from far away. And then when you got up close, it was like, oh, this is kind of badass. Like, it, you know, it was like this cool, super funk kind of uh, 70s kind of a vibe, which, which I, I did appreciate. OK, now I have a question for you. So one of my friends from L.A., he put this to me and I want to ask you. So when the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK wins over in the UK, I was going to say over the in the British, in the BBC, <laughs> at the BBC, since that's public access television, they're not allowed to win actual prizes. Kind of the reason why like British Bake Off, they don't win prizes. You win notoriety and then therefore you turn that into something, spin it to gold. So that happens with Drag Race that they don't win like a purse. They win a series on the Wow Presents network, which you're just strapped to the Wow Presents for the next so long. <laughs> like, but anyways, um, but that being said, like, who out of these four would you want to watch a series by? Like that, a series that would complement something like, uh, you know what I mean? Over on Wow Presents, Trixie and Katya's show. Which of these four has that kind of a charisma that would have that would take that kind of a crown? I think we know, I think Candy, the, the I think Candy Muse or Gottmik, I think those two have like this they're so authentic constantly and just mm-hmm. that kind of energy you want to watch all the time. I think if Rose if, if it was like a show that was like a little more scripted and prepared and like music like maybe like musical, whatever, uh Rose and I don't know. Like, I don't know if Simone has the. I don't. I don't know if I want to watch a series. I, I. I can't. I can't picture a series. I mean, is but, it another? Is it another pit stop? Is it another? You know, tutor to boot it because she's a fashion queen and she's, you know, and she's concept. Maybe hers would be something about you know ha- having something to say because she does. You know that she still has. There's meaning and 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 statements behind what she wears. Her Black Lives Matters. You say their name, dress, that kind of a thing. So maybe that's what she would have done. But I'm in the same boat with you. Is that Candy would be the one who would be kind of fun to see Candy out on the street with a mic, 
give her like a Billy on the street, you know, Oh, 100%. kind of a moment and just see what she does because she's a Tasmanian devil like you know what I mean like, really the, like let, let let her like run through a gift shop in Vegas and have a show you know what she I better mean? be she better be in Space Jam too that's all we're saying there like, you go <laughs> um and you know the funny thing about Simona is like I when I found out she was on the show I was like she is so quiet in person like in real in, in like ever all the times I've been around her at like uh, clubs and whatever and like social settings like it's so like I've never heard her say like a whole sentence like in in the off and on for like however many years so I was so surprised to see this personality come out so I guess that's also part of my like what's she gonna what is she gonna do for a show well, see but I feel like that that's like me like I I'm like I'm all quiet when I show up like I show up at finest city and I'm all quiet when I first get there and the thing yeah. is and it takes me like a minute to like warm up to the people around me or I have to have that armor on of like when you find me at Pex in like a jock strap and it's like, this is what it is. So I am <laughs> like, like you have that, like that fire underneath you. So it's a whole thing. It's just funny. Cause you know, so much hate has been spun towards candy. I'm being really nice. Ew. What is going on with me today? Um, but I was watching Alexis Mateo. She did a live and I do this thing when I'm on dog walks where I just kind of like consume whatever is live because people do that, you know? Because I wouldn't just sit down and watch an Instagram live unless I really, really love somebody. But it was Alexis and Coco Montrese, and they were in in uh, in Florida. That's stuff you don't need to know. But they were talking about the show, and they were like, "The thing about Candy is, is that remember, it's all for the show. So they're going to show you this, and not only that, but look at how the other girls treat her, and the other girls that have been in her top four." none of them have been shady towards her. So there's got to be a genuine person in there that's easier to work with and blah, 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 you know? So yeah. giving her the benefit of a doubt, but I think Simone earned it clear, clear. If it would have been anybody else, it should have been Got Mick. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've, I've said this, but I just, I feel like Rosé is the Rachel Berry. She's the glee. Like you just, you know, she's good. So why do I need to see it? I was talking with um I was who was I talking with um, my boyfriend yesterday he's the only person I talked to really so uh yeah we were talking like it's just like she has a boyfriend you guys she just slid it in there that means she's getting D on a regular okay anyway on the regular thank you um but no we were talking about how Rosé is like she doesn't have a like that story like that like he like a zero the hero story she's like I grew up, I went to Juilliard, my parents loved me. I came from Scotland, I traveled abroad. I'm good at dancing and singing. Um, but did she work hard at it? I'm sure 100%. Nobody but, left her at a bus stop. Somebody nope. needs to leave her at a bus stop. If she would have been left at a bus stop just once in her life, she would have won this. You know, if your parents love you and want you to be successful, they leave you at a goddamn bus stop. Like, that's what I'm gonna do with my kids. Because it's gonna give you some growth. Some, some stories exactly um, look at look at christina crawford her mother chopped her hair off <laughs> and then that's why she wrote a book like you have to have adversity in life <laughs> i should send my parents a thank you card right now like uh you did so well thank you you did so well i had a friend in, in uh in high school and her dad she wanted braces and like dad i want braces and like and her friends were over. My cousin, I can't say names because I don't know if these people are listening. So my my other cousin, Danielle, I'll say her name. She was with her and this girl's dad was like, crooked teeth build character. No. <laughs> like she was just like, no, like you're not getting braces. Like, like he told her point blank, crooked teeth build character, see you later. 
And then they got a new dog. Oh. Then they, <laughs> they got, but they got like a purebred. They spent like two grand on a on a purebred dog, but couldn't get this poor girl braces. That, that dog was her braces were walking around pooping in the lawn. Absolutely. So let's talk about gay adolescence. Let's move over into gay bachelor situation. Okay. So people, you guys are wondering my thoughts about the gay bachelor. If you guys have been living under a rock, if you haven't heard the gay bachelor, oh my God, I can't remember his name now. And his name is Colton. I keep Colton Underwood. Okay. So let's make sure we have that up there. Okay. Colton Underwood. I I want to call him like Chad. He's just a Chad in my head. Like, I don't know this, this guy. He really does look like every other gay guy, right? Yeah. So it's just one of those kind of things. Basically, Colton Underwood, he was a bachelor a couple of years ago, was with this girl, Cassie. They broke up. We got ugly when they broke up because he started socking her and put a tracking device at her car, allegedly, and some other things. And then most recently, he was with Robin Roberts and he came out. And so, and have you seen the interview? a little bit of it it's just it's so it's, uncomfortable it's so it's, uncomfortable it's so forced uh, it's, i don't know he went through a full fucking news cycle in 24 hours like it wasn't it quick like that morning we woke up and we're 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 west coasters and it was like the bachelor colton underwood came out the virgin bachelor came out he was a virgin now he's you know he was the bachelor 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 and it was just all about and everybody was like oh well that's great and a bunch of thirsty hoes were like oh we love him you know what i mean like and then there was just like it was just a general thing of like well that's great he came out what a great journey the lance bass yep you're gay we all knew it but we didn't want to say it but whatever you know so we were just doing our thank you so much giving him his roses and then by like end of day it was announced that he had this netflix show that was nobody really knows the full thing behind we know that um gus the olympian what's his name now yeah anyways gus so anyways the the one who looks like every other guy in a ryan murphy thing because he was in a ryan murphy picture um uh, series but anyways so now there are people that are wanting to um they've started a, a change petition because they want him to lose his netflix contract because of the situation and i think it it's here and there um I don't know how much good he's doing for the community, but whatever. I don't know how much good I'm doing. I'm doing this stupid little show, but whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 I've gone through like all of these emotions too. Like, oh, he's, he has this huge fan base or he, uh, this huge reach mm-hmm. and someone that these people have connected with and like, and, and have some sort of like television relationship with, he comes out and they're like, oh, a gay person. Um, I and they these people that in, in middle America that have never seen a gay person now have this person to associate with, and and maybe that's helping people. But as far as the gay community, I, I can speak for most of us when I say no, thank you. Like we're gonna pass on this one. Like we'll get like again. It's like the rose. It's like the rose backstory. Like he was a bad like. What adversity did you have and go through? He did the bare minimum for all this attention. When then you have on the opposite end in the same week, in that same news cycle, we had little Nas X who was pulling out every Madonna trick in his book to get attention for his single. And rightly so. He was really, really trying. But it shows like the difference between we have, you know, black, gay, young guy who is out there just pushing, pushing, pushing. And then we have this other guy who is 
handed a situation after, you know, he was he was he put in the 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 time I guess when it comes to the Bachelor and being on a reality show, whatever that means. But what has he done lately? What, right. what have you what have, what you, done? have you done for me lately? What's up with this guy? Do you really like him that much? Yes, honey, I love him. He is fine. He does a lot of nice things for me. I know he used to do nice stuff for you, but what has he done for you lately? I mean, <laughs> like, but like, little is like taking a stripper pole to hell and barebacking the devil, and we need to give that man a Netflix show. We need to like this. I don't want to see the show of it's like if the concept is true and like he's like discovering how to be gay and learning from a, this other man and this other chad uh like i don't want i'm not gonna watch it it's it's just so infuriating i don't know who to blame like it feels it, it feels trite 100 and it's like i don't blame necessarily him because if netflix like approached you or you sold this netflix like i'm gonna come out i have this huge fan base jump on that opportunity man like jump on it take 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 the money make the show but who's but is it the media that's like blowing him up in this situation is people absorbing it is it straight people i want to blame straight people yeah i think we blame straight people we always should i mean rude but i think that but also somebody i mean he's cute he's good looking i said the same thing twice there you guys that's how much he's i don't know what else there is to say about this guy he he you should have at least waited. You should have waited. In the morning, come out, and then, like, let's see you do a couple things. Mm-hmm. And then, in, like, a month, he got this Netflix show. Give us a moment to breathe and not make it look like one part went into the other. It makes us look as gay men, as cis male gay men, as being duplicitous. As being those, you know, that this that this is what he wanted all along. That this is why he, you know, this would be like me applying for the Bachelor, trying to be like a little little fish and swim with that school and get in, get as far as I possibly can, you know, get a whole season built around me, take all the money and everything else, the accolades that come with it, the social media, all the tummy teas and everything else. That's what I think some people are looking at this as. If you have people who aren't necessarily hip to what it is and the struggle it is to be gay and to be in the closet, because that's right. such a burden. We've, as, as, as a gay man, as a queer person, as a trans person, there's so much baggage that comes with the secrets that we keep. And so we don't know what he was going through. So it just, if he wanted to have the show, great. Everybody has a show on Netflix. But why don't you wait two days, not five minutes, between the uh, announcements? <laughs> right, or even just, like, announce the show and the concept of the show and let that speak for itself. And then we're like, oh, he's coming out and he has the show. But, like, but it's like, it's you double-dipped your chip in a pandemic, you know? Like, you went in twice for that, and we, are, we don't allow that. Yeah, not sharing dip right now. Um, it's, it's you're right it seemed trite it seemed it seemed it's just it, yeah it, okay. it's, it seemed like what it was you're right it's it, it's what it is and so let's let's see because i know that like i will at least probably watch at least one episode of it just to see what's about so i can really really like rage on it okay flipping over into something else when we talk about gay men there was another gay man that we all know and his name is chadra call and I need to bring this down a little bit. It's like stuck. 
Okay, so Todrick Hall came out with a new video on his YouTube channel this week. And it is called Bought My Dream Home Full Tour. Okay. I first heard about this because another podcast mentioned it. Then I went down like a little bit of a Reddit thread and I saw people sitting on different sides because there's people who stand Todrick. I mean, he's got the he's, he's got the power, you know, and all that. Okay. I watched this video and when I was going into it, I wanted to hate everything about it, right? Like I really wanted to be like, oh, Todrick. Okay, number one, it's an amazing house. <laughs> it's it's great. He's got, it's it's a gay boy's dream. He's got a Broadway themed room where, you know, his brought, when people brought him things when he was on Broadway, he's got their gifts in that room and blah, 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 blah. How Mariah of him, I love it so much. Yes, and that's who this all reminded me too of. It was like, he really wanted, like, cause there's no MTV Cribs. So he really wanted his Mariah moment with this, but he has like the movie theater and he has, the big bedroom and it's like an ad for Vesta furniture. And there's like even a point. Okay, so you watch it and I'm thinking, okay, at first I wanted to say gross, then I'm watching it, I'm like, this is a great house. Then I kind of feel gross because it's so LA the house, you know? Watch it, w- watch it when, when you can. Um, I'll just kind of like flip through. He saw over 50 homes before he decided on this big one, like multi-million dollar mansion. Girl, that realtor earned their commission. They really did. Yeah, she he like you know how annoying that must have been for her, for this realtor. You know what I mean. So, and I'm not gonna hate on this too much because I want to be invited to the house, and I'm (laughs) and I'm in a close enough circle. But so, um, look at these rooms. Like you can see it. You guys take the tour because this way he gets those those views on YouTube, and he can pay for this house. Because I don't understand how social media money affords a house like this and the maintenance and the running of the house to heat this home, to put electricity mm-hmm. through this home. Oh my God, this boy is making money, which is amazing. So this is another, we love when gay men hustle, 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 and they make their, they make their earning, they get their nut, you know, in so many ways to speak. But when you scroll down this, and again, I don't want to be hating, okay? Because when you finish the video, all of a sudden it turns into an ad for his merch, which you can mm-hmm. see brand new Todrick merch. Now we click into the Amazon housewarming registry, you guys. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. This is it. This is it. Okay, he's got stuff like a air pump for outdoor camping, inflatable cushion air mattress beds. Why do you need that when you have this house? Okay. He's got door stoppers, random things like a printer, like an HP printer. Like these are just like very pedestrian items that if you own this home, girl, he's even asking for trash bags, bounty, smart water, tide. Reynolds wrap. He's asking and cat food. There's all kinds of cat food. Keep your cat on a regular diet. It's either one cat food or not. How many cat how many cat feed, like how much cat, they're he's, switching this cat around. He's on p- Fancy Feast, Purina Pro, kitten stuff. So he must be feeding cats like around. Maybe he's one of those people who feeds cats like in the neighborhood. Maybe like. I would love to, I would love to see like a, like a hoarder version of this, like like 10 years from now, like he did like the, the house of my dreams. And now like he'll do his own hoarder 
version where it's like full of fancy feasts and water and rental drop. <laughs> He's like, it's, people said me so much. <laughs> instead of a Broadway room, it's now a trash bag room and it's just trash bags everywhere. He's like clipping coupons. And it. dead cats, dead cat skeletons. Cause he's got all the cat food. Oh my God, Jesse, you cracked the code. Todrick Hall, we are spreading this rumor right now. You guys hot off the press. This is broad and bingeable. Todrick Hall is a hoarder who wants your stuff. You guys, he has an Amazon gift card for $50 on here. Just random gift cards. Amazon, he's rich. What is he doing? He has a giant thing of toilet paper on his registry. You're telling me that Todrick Hall doesn't use a bidet or flushable wipes? What kind of gay man is he? What is he doing? He wants the uh, Rydell... Venom cuvee prestige wine glass set of two. He needs that. Like you guys. So if you guys want to send Todd or something like a green hoodie from Joe's USA youth hoodies. Why does he need a youth hoodie? Is she that small? Mm. Mm. Anyways. Okay. Now we're, we're just shaming my body because he wears a small. Okay. So you guys can also follow Todrick because that's what we're going to all do. But we just told you about it. So you don't need to go watch this if you don't really care about Todrick. But this is just something that I found kind of fascinating today in my little journey. So I don't know what to say about it. All I know is I need Willem or Meatball to be in that house taking covert IG stories and reporting back to us. Please, Meatball, please. Steal please. some Reynolds wrap. That's the people's Reynolds wrap. That doesn't belong to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about Oscars. So the Oscars 2021 was last night, kind of a snooze fest. Um, it was very Ugh, like. Again, I blame straight people. Rude. Straight people have been running. Like whoever straight person, <laughs> like you can't. We cannot have straight people running the Oscars. You just can't. We need big dance numbers. We need comedy these people just they didn't even give the people in the audience drinks like it was just as straight as straight could be it's like so like it it would have been like um this this award show could have been a could have been an email you know what I mean like it was just like (laughs) it was very very painful there was some good moments like the Regina King the very very beginning when she came in and like that whole following her around and everything um I do, I have to say that Miss uh, Glenn Close saved the Oscars last night, doing the butt. Um, And I kind of love that because you know that was like from her like her youth, you know what I mean? Like she was like, like doing the butt came out in the 80s during her heyday when she was like in, you know, Fatal Attraction. So, you know, that she was doing the butt with like people. (laughs) But I was like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, I'm not thinking about her and her youth. I was like, what did she know and when did she know it? Did they give her this question? Did they set this up? If they did, congratulations. True. I wonder if they set it up, but they were like, who here knows doing the butt? And she probably was like me. You know what I mean? Like I have a, because she's weird. Do you follow her on Instagram? No, I, I do not. You have to follow her on Instagram. Like her dog is the most adorable. I ask about her dog all the time and she sometimes answers. Like, I'm oh, just like what? what? I'm like, yeah, like what, oh, what's your dog's name? She'll like answer like little questions. Like she's, she's cool like that. And um, 
But so it's that. Uh, I loved, so with Regina King, when she first walked in, I just wrote down the rules. Like she had to say like, okay, everybody here has been vaccinated, tested, quarantined. But it's like, no, they didn't quarantine because I know that bitch was just on another show two days ago. So don't tell us that. We know that these rich people all got their vaccinations early and like they are all fine right now in that, that little room. So it was just funny. It, and if they are back, give me people, give them a sandwich. <laughs> I was so sad. I was just really sad that no nobody had it. Nobody yeah. had it. They didn't have they didn't have enough there. Okay, so the in memoriam triggered my anxiety. How fast were those names flashing by? It was just like George Segal, blah blah blah. Like they just flashed each one. It was like this is not nice. But then they gave people so much time to tell us which puppeteer from Mank like you know milk duds inside of his popcorn like we didn't know to need, need to know that information please just give us more of like the goods they met those names so fast i assume they killed those people they were trying to get by it so fast like, hold, on, hold on hold on did you kill these people because you're just skirting around the issue it was that and it was almost like we don't want to bum everybody out but guess who died everybody (laughs) and let's just tell you guys real fast (laughs) like and they tried to like they tried to tease us too because they were like look at angela bassett she's beautiful listen to what she's saying let's just say okay now look every people every everybody died go it was just i needed i needed a xanax at the end of that um another thing that triggered me last night was halle berry's bangs oh why you guys i'm hating on them i've tweeted about them they're on my instagram I just, I don't understand what preschool training scissor accident she got herself into. It was very much like, um, do you follow the greedy peasant on TikTok? Mm-hmm. Okay. So there, it's a great account. He's like, I don't even think he's like at a million people. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's newish. But he's called the greedy peasant and so he does everything like in this little page boy haircut that is very reminiscent of what Halle Berry was wearing but then all of his videos are just him as a peasant like talking like they once was Palm Sunday and this is how it started people went to church at Palm Sunday and they got their palms and so that's just very much like the voice that I wanted Halle Berry to have last night like let's talk about movies I think she just she's constantly getting bad advice from somebody. It started at whoever it started at Catwoman and then ended now. Like who is advising her? Well, it's because she's got a man at home. So you know he was like, you know what? Put on the bus driver. You're coming home right after. Like he just said, put this put this little wig on, get this cap on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Because he like that was that was a snap on like Lego hair. Like I don't get it, Halle Berry. You are better than that. And it's because she's so pretty that like. People, oh yeah, you look great. Cause she always looks great, but not that, you know? I don't, maybe she has too much confidence in her bone structure. And it was that, great. too much confidence in her bone structure. Well, yeah, that it's just, I think the whole general thing too, like last night was everybody looked tired and it was like, you know why? Because they were at the bus station. They were at Union Station. That's why they were tired. That's how I feel whenever I go get a train there. And I also want to know who at the end of the ceremony didn't even like, like just got their gift bag, didn't change, got on a train and came back to San Diego or Laguna, La Jolla. Like I want to know which celebrities and which people actually did that. Because you know there was a We want to see those tickets. We want to see the receipts. We got on the train. Oh, what was that one? The woman who won Best Actress, and I for, I'm sorry. Francis McDormand. 
her what, her howling at the moon. Yes, Francis. Oh, did you watch that movie, Nomadland? No, then that probably made sense. If I okay, it, a little bit. So, Nomadland was the first movie where I found her likable from the jump. Okay, so but it's very sleepy, and spoiler alert: she shits in a bucket. Okay. Oh. So the whole thing with Nomadland, it's a bunch of people who live in their cars, live in their vans. They've had different adversities in life. And this is the way that they've taken their life and they've taken control. Like in her situation um, with this is that there was a town. I can't remember what state it is. It might be North Dakota. It was a town that was basically everything around in the town was um, constructed around this mine in the town that all the men worked at the mine, had little shop, all the, the neighborhood and everything else. Well, the mine dried up, that went kaput, everybody left. It was a mass exodus from this area. So like the house is nothing as a value. It's a ghost town. And this actually happens in these places, you know, American industry. But um, so it's based on that. And this woman who her husband's dead, her children have moved on. She's now taking control of her life. She's never lived on her own so she's just taking little jobs here and there she works at an amazon plant she works at a a, a, a farm blah, blah 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 you know she kind of goes where the work is needed hence nomad you know so that's nomad land well they all live in their buses their vans their cars and they've been souped out to be like you know your sleeper van with a little stove and everything else well, she's newer to this whole life. And there's a whole thing about these buckets, these five, a five gallon bucket is like, you know, it's great for you. If you need to be easy on your knees, get a seven gallon bucket because you can't like squat all the way down. So there's actually a scene in the movie where I'm talking, I've talked about this way too long, but there's a scene in the movie where she shits in a bucket. <laughs> and so, and like, and I swear to God, this woman had to be so method because she's over there howling to the moon. You know she shit in a bucket in front of those camera people. You know that really happened. She's like, okay, guys, we're gonna do this scene. I'm really gonna do this. <laughs> like, you know, like I, mean, I give her the Oscar. If you shit in a bucket, you get the Oscar. Go. That's that was my feeling. Is that Francis, aka Fern, <laughs> like like the <laughs> like she called her, but she won because she shit in a bucket. She's howling at the moon, shitting in buckets. This is what Joan Crawford could have been. <laughs> if she wouldn't have cared so much about her skin and her look and everything else. Like if Joan would have been shitting in buckets, she would have been Francis and she would have just enjoyed her life. So, <laughs> it's just, you know, what makes Fran relatable? She shits in buckets. She shits in buckets. Give her yeah. That's how, and that's that the time that she shit in a bucket, you know, it's that whole <laughs> sort of thing. So it was, it was overall, it was just, it was a, it was a boring thing. It was, a banner year for movies because we've just all been home and so nothing brand like nothing came out a lot of studios put their stuff off you know they didn't want stuff to come out when people weren't in the theaters so it was a very very like indie feeling movie year so but oscars did kind of get the last laugh and they kind of still were like okay we're gonna nominate all these black and people of color and you know, these asian people and but we're not going to give you guys the main movie or the main, you know, actor and actress. Like Chadwick Boseman didn't even win. Uh, that was rude. And Sir <laughs> Anthony Hopkins didn't even show up. He's like, I got four of those. I don't need another one. It's heavy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to 
important. I'm not getting a back. He's probably an anti-vaxxer. You know what? That's the rumor. Anthony Hopkins is an anti-vaxxer. Is it really? No, I just said that. I'm, okay. I was like, oh my God, allegedly. So, <laughs> but Anthony Hopkins, my goodness. You know, he was just like, I'm not going to go get a bus. Like, that's what they told him. They're like, oh, we're going to Union Station. And he was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, this is that, not on my watch. So... I don't know if there was anything else that really like stuck out to me. Just the fact that like when they announced best score and there was no music to score it. No, and I didn't understand the defeat. Like when they picked to have clips, when they didn't pick to have clips, when they it, the whole thing just seemed like a not well put together. Like oh, not all the pieces. Not everyone wasn't talking to each other. Um, but they weren't on. They they weren't all on the same calm. Like it was just kind of like for sure this person had this idea this person i mean who knows maybe maybe the people who ran it last year all died and they were in the memoriam we don't know that's a really bad joke you guys i'm not being insensitive i'm just being trying to be funny okay joan said if it's funny it's funny keep it (laughs) but okay i think that was like yeah that was my thing for like the oscars Mm. but they got they got half as many viewers as last year and last year was also like it was all like um the whole thing though was my feeling on this my perspective is um last year and the year before you had movies with movie stars not actors with movie stars and this year there were no movie stars there we had brad pitt who showed up for a moment and zendaya but we didn't really see her like you don't see like the movie star and Zendaya doesn't have as much cachet as like a Brad Pitt, but like last year you had Leonardo DiCaprio, you had Brad Pitt, you had Lady Gaga, you had Glenn Close up for something against Lady Gaga. You know what I mean? Like you had these, these things that they were like building up, and you also just had Jennifer Lopez up for Hustlers. You had star power that was in the room, and this year it was a more low key year. You know, we've only got like the Marvel movies that have released have just been. Marvel series not really movies you know what I mean like we they're still pushing Black Widow so we don't have Scarlett Johansson out there you know tap dancing you know because she made 18 movies last year so I think that's one of the lack of why there was not a lot of people there plus they didn't do any of the songs during the during the ceremony last night yeah why not have some performances it was before so they ended up doing this the ABC released the Oscars in like three different sections it was kind of like the red carpet section that they usually have ended up since they didn't have that kind of power this year of like doing red carpet like they used to um they did all of the music performances then and so very much like a drag show like like a virtual drag show it felt and then they did the ceremony and then they did the after the oscars and the after the oscars was actually pretty interesting because people didn't want to go home (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think people were just like, oh, there's a party. Like, let's let's stay. And like, I mean, they had Oprah. In, they were interviewing Oprah last night. I mean, like, they just, they... they... Wait, where was Oprah? Was she there? No, she just had a, a phone in interview. But they at least, people just wanted to talk. People wanted to be around. I mean, that was the whole thing with all the mics. was like, each person just went up there and they just gave these huge soliloquies. And you're like, what were they talking about? <laughs> like... Uh. They had like a uh, Harrison Ford came out there with like his old notes from Blade Runner, 
and it was just like some angry old man reading weird notes and he's like there's a there's cat food blah 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 and it's just like harrison ford wandered out here again you guys and he had like it's like he never used a mic before he had the paper like up next to the mic like just crinkling the entire time <laughs> and i'm like get that paper away from your mic i don't know how many times we have to tell you harrison ford but it was so distracting hearing him read harrison ford I don't think he does anything for himself any longer. Like that man, he doesn't do anything for free. Like he's got more money than God. Like he's just, so it was just like, go out there. I'm going to read my notes. Oh, are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> like, he's just like, he's like, here I go. That he pulled out his notes and rustled them in front of like the mic. <laughs> just like, I'm here. I was so. mad at him. I was angry at him. I was not, well, I was not good. <laughs> too much okay so i think we're gonna leave it on harrison ford this has been like an hour with us for this nugget today so jesse thank you so much for joining me for a hot nugget if you guys have been smoking nuggets go for it (laughs) um whatever okay so listen if you guys want to follow jesse you guys can find him on instagram jesse where can they find you on instagram and twitter and all those places yeah my uh jay stufan i'll tag me in something and i'll and find me there. Um, also, you know, find us at Improv uh, uh, on Instagram or, find, or, or, or Facebook or whatever. Uh, we're, we've just opened our bar. We'll be opening. We'll, we're starting it. We're going to be open on Thursday. I'm bartending. So, nice. Uh, Thursdays. Uh, so, come by and say hello. Um, classes are starting up soon. Um, shows hopefully in, in June because we're all inside. So, uh, we just we built a little parklet for drinking and, and fun. But, I love that. You guys, so Finest City Improv is actually over there right in Hillcrest, right on the main drags. It's like behind where, it's a block away from the rail, you guys, but like catty corner, diagonal. So like you'll you'll find it over there. It's, behind, it's in the dick sucking alley behind Rite Aid. Finest City's right over there. So they're yeah, adjacent to there. there. I'll bring you over after. <laughs> exactly. So she's, she's back there working. Tips? of all sorts, but uh, <laughs> I actually, I attended Finest City Improv. I'm one of your graduates, like, oh. so yeah, a couple years ago. So it was fun. It was a good time. I would suggest everybody go take an improv class at some point. They have different varying levels. Um, I seriously love that place. And so I know that I'll be back over when everything opens up and I got to come and play with you guys. It sounds so weird. I'm going to play with you. <laughs> come play, come play with us anytime. Um, we're going to do, we do like, um, I do a monthly gay show and I'm going to make it, when we come back, it's going to be gayer than ever with some drag and stand up and I want to come. I, w- I want to come and play with you guys. So. Come and play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you guys can find me, D'Angelo, on Instagram and TikTok at D'Angelo Gogo, D-A-N-G-I-L-O-G-O-G-O. You guys can always find these in the show notes. I will put Jesse's information in the show notes as well. You guys can find me on TikTok at D'Angelo. You guys make sure that you guys like and subscribe, Bald and Bingeable, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. But over on Apple Podcasts, is really, really specific because if you guys give me five stars there, and a really nice compliment i might love you forever you can say something nasty but give me five stars i don't care anyways love you guys so much good night from the lower level oh i i have a little gossip i, I mean we're we're talking all stars just ended i mean not, not all stars drag race just ended mm-hmm. do we want to talk about the new cast
A repulsive Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. Okay, you guys. So this is a spoiler. So we're going to take this one on the lower level. You guys know when we go into lower level, it's either salacious, it's juicy, it's hot gossip. It's stuff that we don't really talk about on, you know, we talk about this stuff at the dinner party in low voices. So it's our lower level. Okay. So on the lower level today, we have Jesse talking about all stars six is coming over to paramount plus and jesse has scoop on who's actually in the cast if you don't want to hear this then go go who's on this cast all right let's get let's talk about it jiggly caliente has come okay. back for all stars six she's back happy that she's a trans woman she's back she's representing um fresh off pose Fresh off pose, she has um, she has some music videos that are that are there. Um, so she's she's on it. We have a very surprising person who I was kind of I was a little shocked to hear, and was confirmed. But Serena Cha Cha is on the show. Really? Yeah, Serena Cha Cha. Okay. Um. Yara Sophia, not surprised at all. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Yara Sophia is back on All Stars 6. Who's drag ex excellence? Like, Yara, Jesus, that's cosplay. Like, that is body play. Like, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I think she was kind of like ahead of her time on Drag Race. Even, she, even when she's on it, she's like giving like conceptual looks and hair and makeup. And so I think it like, like I can't wait to see what she does. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the body herself, Zakiria Davenport, is back. Nice, nice, um, Akira. Uh, Which she was, she was a later girl, so it's nice to see somebody in the late season coming, and hopefully there's been a growth. I'm very excited to see it. Um, Raja O'Hara. Okay, I I met her in real life at DragCon a couple years ago, and I want to say it was in passing, but absolutely the sweetest to everybody around her and it was right off of her season like i saw her and and it was you know she she had the villain narrative that season remember mm -hmm. and i want to say she was just delightful you know and so. i feel like and, and that i think it's a bad like i was so happy to see that and i hear i hear she does well so i hear she does well in the in the, in the show mm -hmm. um but that's like you know like, who knows um but I'm so glad because like that edit, it's like she's she didn't realize what she was saying when she's just like gabbing with her girlfriends about like talking about people in the workroom. That's gonna mm -hmm. cut like they edited together and made it like put all that out there and made her seem like such a jerk. Um You have to play so many games when you're on a reality show. Like it's just when you you have to play so many games of like what is gonna be good TV, what do you think they can rewrite as a narrative, and then how do you actually compete and win? Like it's th these people, they go through a lot. So we have to give them some credit. Okay, so who else? Silky Nutmeg Ganache. We knew and... that was coming. Huh? We knew that was gonna come because Rue loved her. Rue loved her and she, I guess she makes good TV. I don't know. Did you see where she was in like Cancun and that was whole, that whole Back yeah, the Puerto Vallarta of it all. And yeah. so I think that there's a certain amount of, um, what do you call it, 
forgiveness that we can afford some of these people now you know what i mean like i think there was a, a bunch of people who went down there and did these kind of a things and like buy their works we haven't seen her be a complete asshole i think that's one strike and probably the next one is probably going to be like let's get rid of her completely but i don't know i'm just kind of ugh. Mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i wasn't i was i wasn't excited to hear only because it's, she's it's, she's meh you know it's it's like the people who are just aren't very self-aware and if you talk to this, like what you're saying about like the reality show like being on a reality show you have to be so self-aware like you have to be so aware of how you're coming off about the things you're saying and about doing like all the things you just said but you have to be self-aware i think that she just like on her season didn't have a lot of that and um maybe it's gonna be like a whole different thing and i'll be like oh my god oh my god okay trinity k bonet jan <laughs> jan is back jan's back so excited about jan. you know what we'll take a little bit longer because i'll just add this i'm gonna cut this out and put it at the end of the episode and we'll do it okay. that way all right okay who else so jan tr- you said who right before jan uh trinity k bonet okay and i'm so excited because i can't wait to see what she is doing has done she's a season six girl who like you know who really proved her worth and had a really full turn when she was on the uh, on the show that season? Every time, yeah. Every time my lights, I like, I walk into a room and my lights on. I'm like, oh, I'm running the light bill up, but I turn out like turn off the light. Thank you, Shitty, for that. Um, that lives in my head forever. Um, Jan, I'm so excited to see her come back. I didn't feel like she got like a fair run. That was our five minutes, but we're gonna go over. So keep going. Okay. <laughs> Ginger Minge, which I was very surprised about because she's already done in All Stars uh, and sort of recently, like All Stars 2, right? Um, Ginger Minge, Ginger Minge, Ginger Minge. Oh, yeah, Ginger. Yeah. Mm, she needs money. I don't know. She needs that, <laughs> mu- she needs that money. Well, it's not even the money because did you, saw, you saw the article that came out on Vice about how expensive it actually is to go on Drag Race and like did, how much yeah. these girls are spending. And so and some of these girls, so there's a Vice article that came out, you guys, and it's just drag race is an expensive business. And so these girls, when they go, some of them have spent $20,000 plus, plus, plus. And um, so when you go back for an all-stars, it really is an investment. And then not knowing how long you're going to last is just, it's a gamble. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crapshoot. But the benefit of going on something like this is that it brings up your asking price when I used to uh, book around here, when I book now, I say used to, in the before times and the after times, um, when I book some of these girls, when somebody is going, uh, so, okay, so let's just talk, let's talk about people, I'll, blah. So Shea Coulee, this is a, a prime example. Shea Coulee, before they were gonna announce her being on All Stars, she was a certain amount. And then when after they announced, the price goes up a little bit. And then once the season starts and she starts doing well, your price is going to go up a little bit more. And it's because it's worth it because it's somebody who's going to be a draw. It's a household name again. It's somebody who's fresh in people's mind and they're going to sell tickets. So these girls, they know that to you, you have to strike while the iron's hot. You know what I mean? And so yeah. if you're fresh off the season, it's the reason why Jasmine Masters will go back and not really perform you know, or, or I'm saying this in speculation, this is all alleged, but like, cause she knows that she's going to get paid. You know what I mean? Like she can leave there and she can get those bookings again. Okay. So we talked about, so Trinity, Trinity's back and then anybody else? Yeah, we actually have a lot of, there's actually a lot of queens 
Like, really? Queens on all stars. Who else? Who else? All right, so we got the next one is Sonique. Nice. Um, I find Sonique so attractive. She's a hot woman. She's just like she's built for sex. Like that's that woman. <laughs> like that, oh. that's what that's what she sells. That's awesome. Any anytime you see her performing, like the last few years, she's just wearing like a band aid and like a straw. And that's her whole, that's her whole outfit. <laughs> a band-aid and a straw. And the straw's a hat. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, I'm trying to save the turtles, but it's fine. Um, the next person is Scarlet Envy. Oh, um, okay. Mm-hmm. That's somebody who had the goods and who I can see turning it around and making this a, a reason for people to really follow her. Do you know what I mean? Like she, she just didn't come across as completely likable the first time, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think again, like that kind of not being like aware of like all the things you have to do, you know, mm-hmm. like on a reality show to like be vulnerable and real. Um, the next person I'm excited is back because um, I don't think this person got a fair shake in All Stars One, but it's Pandora Box. Oh, wow. Yes, 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 yes. Pandora Box deserves all the roses, deserves this extra chance. Please at least let her make top five because she's funny and she's got the chops. <sighs> Have you seen her before? You've seen her perform live, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Um, I, went, I went to, the last time was like, I went to see CJ, CJ who is in, of your other, in the, um, from your other episode. Um, when I won those tickets to go to Rod Tarasa's bubbly brunch, I went and saw uh-huh. and Pandora's performing there and just so good. So good. Um, I've seen her a couple, t- couple times here at um, Moe's too, but she's fantastic. So good. Is anybody else in? One more. Who's the Eure- last one? Eureka. Eureka's back. That's not fair. Not Eure- fair. Eureka has a platform. Eureka already is an all-star. Eureka... Didn't she do All Stars already once? Um, yeah. No, no, she didn't do All Stars. No, she had two seasons because she was on a season and she came back. That's she, why she had. She was on a season. I feel like she dominated that season. Like she's just. I feel like we've gotten so much Eureka. You know, but she's. Like, but she's got a. I mean, she's got a series on. On uh, HBO. You know what I mean? And it's going into second season. Like, it's not like she's hurting for, like, cash or anything like that. This must have been purely because COVID was happening. These are the girls who actually did the two-week quarantine, tested negative, blah, 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 blah. Because that's also what what was happening is um, the rumor is, is that that season was shot before season 13. So... Oh, I heard... Oh, I heard I heard I heard it was filmed right after. And but yeah. that could be wrong. that could also be wrong. But I, I also have heard no idea. But but I mean either way, Eureka O'Hara, come on. It's gonna be like that whole thing with um with Shangela. That the girls are gonna cut her out at the end because they knew that Shangela didn't need it when when Shangela lost that one all stars because they they all figured Shangela's fine, she's good. Um. And from what I hear, it's there's a lot of like there is a lot of interpersonal drama with Eureka, like causing problems, and it's it's a whole thing. So that's what I. She knows how to make TV. She knows how to make some TV. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's I I do like 
Okay. I'm into this. I think it's going to be fun when they actually announce these people and Paramount Plus is going to get more of my money because I'm going to have to now be subscribed to Paramount Plus for another month. You know? Well, if you want my login, let me know. I I'm, I might I might need I'm to like switch off <laughs> because I got into the Paramount Plus because I was into Survivor and so I just kind of I ran out of seasons to watch and they were keeping all like the late seasons there, which I have to say I appreciate, but anyways. Good night from the lower level.